Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited. Um... So we actually have a topic today. <laughs> we'll see if we actually like stay on it or anything, but uh, just talking about starting new sports as an adult, which I feel like is kind of like the only thing I do now is sports that I started as an adult. So yeah, this right. is not that bad. <laughs> I mean, I guess I technically wasn't an adult when I started snowboarding. I was age-wise, but like, yeah, (laughs) paying our own bills. Age-wise, technically, but definitely not mentally. Started snowboarding consistently probably when I was like seventeen. Yeah, an adult. Same here. That's what I was saying. Is like, well, eighteen is it's close enough to eighteen. I'm technically an adult, but still, like, you're under twenty. Yeah, like young, a very, very young, very. You might be an adult, adult. but you're like a fucking dumb one. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Mentally, not an adult whatsoever. Um, for all sorts of reasons, and one being also that I just didn't care about getting hurt. Yeah. (laughs) What are medical bills? Yeah, totally. Like I, nothing, I didn't think about insurance whatsoever. Yeah. Um, before I guess we get there, is there any like updates for you? Oh, obviously you're better Amber. Yeah. With Nikki. Yeah. If she had COVID, I wouldn't be with her. Yeah, totally. (laughs) That's why I was like, well, Maybe like a Zoom between all three of us, or I think by I figured by uh, now that she'd be all good and good to go, and it'd be much funner for you guys to be able to be together. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. I have like some residual things, like after having any deep chest cold, like I'm still sneezing a little bit and stuff in my throat, gross stuff, you know, coughing <laughs> a little bit. But like, I have my energy back because it was not there. Um, I don't have a raging headache. I can get out of my bed. I don't have a good. Yeah. There's a lot of great things happening. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's great to not have COVID anymore. Yeah. I bet. (laughs) So we're here with our friend, Nikki, our lovely, lovely friend, Nikki. Um, cause she's got some great input to adding, uh, or for adding to starting a new sport as an adult. So that'll be excellent just to get some other points of view and things. Um, I'm speaking of sneezing. That was actually the puppy's name at his foster home was Sneezy because there was eight um, puppies. And so one was named Snow White and then the rest were the seven dwarves. Nice. So he was Sneezy, but, uh, and then, but I keep sneezing. Like maybe, maybe I'm allergic to him, but I don't think so. I've never had like any allergies. I just have a really dry nose because I keep like picking at it or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just so dry here too. It's always been hurting. I like shove coconut oil up there. Like Mm -hmm. I also haven't been drinking water, so probably need to be hydrated overall. So (laughs) yeah. Wham, water appreciation. Yeah, totally. 
but then I'll have to pee like four times during this. Uh, hopefully Andrew found the dog down there because uh, he's probably gonna have to go to the bathroom soon. Yep. <clears throat> Puppies. Yes. Um, so we've been calling him Tug uh, because I had a dream of my next dog being named Tugboat O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> we saw him. There's like another dog we wanted in October. Like I saw him, this other dog get posted on this from the same shelter uh when I was in Washington and he looked like a tug because he was a mastiff and uh something else big dog huge huge paws um but then we didn't get him in time and then there was another like uh husky mix we saw last month here in at the Humane Society in Truckee but we didn't get him and then we just saw this one I'm like I don't know if he really looks like a tug but like I didn't think socks was a socks. So like I think he'll grow into his name. Um, so we just started calling him Tug. I'm like, well, what else are we gonna call him? So we got him Saturday morning or I guess afternoon, and then all day yesterday we just kept calling him Tug. So we guess it's Tug. I love it. Yeah. So he's pretty cute so far. Uh I just hope he stays as sweet as he is right now, but they never do. Yeah, they never do. He's just like so sweet, goes to his bed, lays down. He seems so smart, but he's going to become a terror. That's how Piglet was, and that Piglet's like a terrorist. So, <laughs> see. But, anyways, um, I, so I was reminded or thought of this topic, first of all, because, uh, well, I went Nordic skiing, which I've done before, like once or twice, but I'm not good at it at all because I've never actually skied a day in my life. Um, so the concepts for skiing just aren't really there. And then I know, well, I know you follow, uh, Katie Burrell Amber. I don't know if you do Nikki, but, uh, she's just fucking hilarious. And, um, I like my whole thing with this podcast was talking to just people about just, just being real basically. Right. And then I was listening to a podcast that actually had her on it. And her whole premise of things is talking about like the leisure athlete and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my God, that's like exactly what, uh, you know, obviously eventually I'd want to talk to some people who, well, her or like pro athletes or something, but also what I say are like the leaders in mediocrity (laughs) because like, that's how I feel is just in, in the middle, like not good at anything like I can do a bunch of stuff, but I'm not like great at any of it. Um, just doing everything kind of for fun and averagely and like, yeah. that's, that's okay. <laughs> like, okay. You don't have to be a professional at everything you do. But when I went into just playing sports growing up uh, and then getting into like snowboarding and mountain biking, it was just like, that should always be the goal is to like become to a pro oh. status, whether hey, you're like niche. Yeah, like, and whether you're not getting paid or not, like, the goal was still to be as good as one, um, and maybe have, like, a couple sponsors or something, but then it was, like, how the hell, like, starting this in my mid-20s feels so late, but now, even now being in my 30s, is like, that wasn't, like, that late, really, <laughs> like, if you want to put your all into something, but I've never wanted to focus all my time and energy on, like, one thing to hone the skill in enough to to go ham with it status or anything um because there's always a million other things I wanted to do which is why I even stopped wrestling in the first place because I was like okay I did that forever now I want to 
do other things in life. Um, but so Nordic skiing, I mean, it was all for like shits and giggles when we went the other night and it usually is anyways. Uh, one of my friends w- who I went with, well, we went with a couple people from the shop I work at, uh, but we thought it was going to be me and my other friend who snowboards and then another girl who just started working with us who hasn't ever been Nordic skiing before. Um, and then our buddy who works there, who's like really good. Um, and he had another friend who runs this resort who uh, was going to keep the lights on for us a little extra uh, for ex- some extra time there so we can make it up after work. And then we show up and there's like four or five other people there and they're like, nordic people (laughs) we were like we were like wait a second what the fuck is this like i was like oh god i'm gonna be like so embarrassed now because like everyone i'm with knows that i like suck and we just wanted to like have some beers and have a good time um so then i felt all this pressure and (laughs) i was like this fucking sucks i mean it was a lot of fun but i just like immediately went to the point of Wow, I wish I was just good at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to take the time to like learn this because it's I have no, like I said, skill whatsoever. Like never ever being on like skis gr- until last year, and they were Nordic skis. Um, like I don't fucking know what pizza and French fry mean. I literally just figured out that French fry is straight. I thought they were just <laughs> <laughs> like- as a snowboarder. Like people talk about that. I feel like most people kind of know what that is. I mean, my friend always says that I went skiing with her one time and she's like, I have never done this. I snowboard here, pizza, French fry. And that's not what you want. Like you kind of want a French fry, (laughs) but you don't want a pizza. Totally. I, um, like I've heard the terms all the time and I know that it was like a wedge, but I never knew which one was which, because I thought that like pizza was a wedge, like tips together and french fry was like the other way i don't know how that would even happen but um i'm like oh yeah and so when i went nordic skiing last year it was backcountry nordic skiing um we have these skis at the shop that are like wider nordic skis and uh they you can they have fish scales on the bottom but you can also put skins on them and so we weren't in the track we just went out to this place up a fire road and then skied uphill and so it was like touring except for on tiny skis and I was like wait man like you know I've never ever ever like ever skied before right so this like going down (laughs) was gonna be a problem (laughs) I definitely just pizza the shit out of everything but um then when we went Wednesday night we were going down a hill so we're on like a groomed track um and not in the actual cross-country tracks because there you just go straight the tracks just keep your skis straight so we're going down the groomer and I'm like trying to pizza like a motherfucker but these (laughs) skis are like even skinnier too than like the ones I was on in the 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 Nordic backcountry ones so and then I'm like how do you not just blow your knees out in this position And then I start going and I just can't steer and I am not pizzaing anymore. And I just like <laughs> eat shit, slam my head. I was like, and this was like right out of the get-go. Yeah. Everyone else is like zoomed, gone down the hill, made it down. I was like, um, yeah. So no one told me that we were going to be in a race. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was great and fun and I want to do it more, but <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever like, 
give it enough time to get like good at it, but I just never have patience for anything. So yeah, I just always wanted to be like good at things. And I feel like as you get older, sometimes it's harder to have that like natural inclination. And maybe that's just like, cause of fear based that you're like, Oh my God, I'm going to hurt myself. I'm going to hurt myself. And I don't want to hurt myself doing this stupid sport that I never want to do again. (laughs) But, um, yeah. And then, well, mountain biking, I started in my mid twenties, but I had a shitty bike and still had insurance. So I didn't care about things now more too. It's like, yeah, the equipment is expensive, so you can't afford to just break it. Yeah. <laughs> yourself. Yeah. The equipment too. Yeah, that is the equipment. <laughs> That's yeah. Equipment. Totally. Equipment. Well, and then so I know Amber and I started snowboard snowboarding around like the same time. So yeah, we weren't really like adults per se. Much easier. But it's not like learning as like a four-year-old. You know? No, not, not a, yeah. Not like that, but it's not like learning as a 30-year-old, I don't think either. So <laughs> Um, it's because again, there's just like that no fear factor yeah. there. And like I said, even as the last few years of mountain biking, it's like gets harder every year sometimes to be like, oh wait, maybe maybe I'll think about that before I do it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 100% for me there on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all started mountain biking like later in life. Cause I started when I moved to Tahoe and it wasn't like, like anything major, like not a lot of downhilling or anything like that. We were just like fucking around in the backyard and went on a couple little rides and it progressed some more since then. But, you know, then you started Nikki as well, um, a while, a few years ago or how many years ago? Mm, Probably like eight years ago now. Dang. Not like. Time flies. I'm also old, so I mean, <laughs> you're not that much older. And you were I mean, in your late twenties when you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karen, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's around the same time. I'm yeah, totally. Older, so, and then, yeah, but the first time I went mountain biking, I was like, "This is terrifying," and. Apparently I like terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's right. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you get hooked on certain aspects. I do anyways of like the sport of the, the fun stuff and I kind of block out the unfun stuff, which for me, usually in any kind of sport is like anything that has to do with going uphill. It's like, <laughs> like I still do it, but it's the worst yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, elevation game. Yeah. I don't know the first time when I like first learned, not the first time, but like when I first started learning how to mountain bike, I literally only wanted to go uphill. Yeah. I didn't want to go downhill because that was like the scary part. And the going uphill, I was like, yeah. I can manage this. That's yeah. so funny. I do have a couple of times. <laughs> A couple of uh, friends around here that I've gone with, that's the th- like that's how they still feel is they just keep it very moderate. Like they can climb great, but then like the downhill, like, yeah, no, I like I like to go this way. I'm like, oh, that's fun too. <laughs> but I like a little bit more for like the effort. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> but it gets a little bit hard. I feel like uh, really with mountain biking around here, I have had more reward than like, um, skiing, like skinning around here, touring. Um, 
it's a lot of, a lot of uphill and then a very short, like ski downhill. And then if you have to skin out, I'm like, Mm-mm, no fucking way. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll avoid it at all costs. To I mean, go it's always worse when you like go up to get down and then maybe have to go up to get back out. I'm like, yeah. that's not how this should yeah. be. Like, it should always end on like the most downhill. fun part of the trail. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yes. then all of a sudden you're like, wait what we're yeah. going back up again <laughs> yeah Hillary and I did tiger oh, mountain. Fuck yeah. that's very much like that yeah like what you you did explain the uh, I told Amber when she was first like new ish to mountain biking like come to this ride it's gonna be really hard like really really hard but you're fine and it's around Mount St. Helens so there's a lot of elevation and then there's a lot of like weird rock yeah. <laughs> like weird pumice rock that's not oh easy. yeah and then everything is like fun and then it's really fucking scary <laughs> and then it's like what's happening and then it's like oh we're almost done but in order to get back to the car you have to climb for like eight miles <laughs> yeah oh my god it was fucked up what's this what was that ride called plains of abraham plains of abraham it's Plains like probably 20 something miles and a lot of elevation gain. I don't yeah. know. I'd have to look on like the map, but it's not, it's not easy. And I've done it a few times. And every time I'm like, that was so hard. And then like, I block out the hardness and I'm like, that was awesome. And yeah. then I want to go do it Plus again. It's like on Mount St. Helens, which looks like the fucking moon. Yeah. Yeah. And that plume stuff that we were riding down, it was kind of like riding on corn snow on snowboarding. I just um, learned that term the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just, I'm it was like that chunky. Yeah, yeah. Nikki's, Nikki's a skier. Yes. <laughs> starting new things. You are a freaking skier as of like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Like two downhill mountain, ski- mountain skiing, right? Is that what it's called? Downhill skiing? Yeah. Downhill skiing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I definitely, I guess I've been in that situation too of biking as like down and then you miss, well, for me, it's been like a missed turn and then you climb back up. Like Hillary and I, the first time we did Tiger Mountain, we we went down way too far and we were just like exhausted by this time. I can't even remember. I must have still had my, my like Craigslist bike. Oh, I yeah. don't, I don't know if I had my, that hardtail. Yeah. There, the seat didn't stay up either. So that was annoying. Yeah, that thing is- but I don't remember. Maybe I had it. No. Cause I was, no, I definitely didn't. Cause I was leaving to go to Alaska like the next day. So I was like super annoyed too, because we got done like way later than we planned. And I still had to drive back home from up there and like get ready to leave for three months on a boat. So I was like, Oh my God, like, this is not how I planned to like get ready for my last day. And, uh, I was all like stressed and anxious, um, that I didn't have enough time to spend with my dog mostly before I left. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's the fucking worst going up to down and then back up again. Um, but I'm trying to change my mentality a little bit about it with like, uh, skiing and whatnot. But I think the harder thing is that I split board. So it's much more of a pain in the ass to transition back to split board and then put your skins back on because like as skiers, you can just 
like unlock your heel and stride out and some people are good enough or it can be flat enough that they don't have to put their skins on so they still just kind of skate and ski away um but like on a split board without much skiing experience trying to ski on a split board <laughs> I, like I don't even go anywhere <laughs> it's just like moving my feet back and forth back and forth so I'm like I have to put my fucking skins on because I'm using way more energy without them on mm-hmm. um trying to glide fucking five feet ahead of me so um yeah I try to avoid those situations as much as well, or at least like not going out with um only skiers and like I have to have someone who understands <laughs> that I have to transition back <laughs> and split out of this and but, like unscrew some that your findings yeah. and screw them back in and there's the potential of like losing a screw <laughs> well you don't have to do that um oh. with uh whoops I was trying to turn my phone on silent time but I pressed the wrong button um so with with splitboard bindings, they're like so much easier now. And before they came with like these plates that you would use your resort bindings to slide them on. You didn't have to unscrew anything, but there was a pin at the front of the toe that you hooked in. And that pin sometimes got hard to just at the top really would get hard to put back in if it got stuck with snow or ice. Mm-hmm. But now they're uh, just a lot lighter weight and they don't even have a um, pin system is just like this toe ramp that you lift up slide it off and then split your board and there's two different brackets at the toe or towards the nose whatever but it's for the toe piece and you just slide those little pins back in press it down and you're locked in um, and there's climbing bars like underneath them and the high back extends backwards so you have more range of motion in your foot for the climb so it's really easy for the bindings now just easy to slip and slide back on but still there's a lot more moving parts because you still have to take the bindings off so you just got to be careful about where you're putting things and make sure you don't just leave your board on the hill to slide on down without anything to catch it um so but yeah like i said just a bunch of moving parts then putting your skins back on putting every like getting everything out of the backpack putting back and then getting your fucking poles out which like, you know, skiing, you already have your poles, you have everything. So you just unlock your heel and maybe put your skins back on and you're like, good to go. So I've considered taking up skiing, but (laughs) but just for that process, just for the transition process, every time I like ride down something, I'm like, I want, I like, I prefer to snowboard down this. I think can't say for sure since I, exactly. I can't say for sure since I haven't done it. I did last year when I did those that Nordic, uh, backcountry little tour that we did. I took a couple like actual turns, like linked a couple. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> but, uh, more so for doing something I've never done, but well, yeah, I don't know. Like I got to get a lot more split boarding under my belt this year before I even think about trying to get a, like trying to ski. But- sure. Also, <laughs> like, like I, w- I want a really good season where I feel like, all oh, right, I toured a lot, and then maybe I'll be like, okay, now next month because I got a new split board last year and I only used it a couple times, so I'm like, yeah. I got to use that definitely need to use more. <laughs> yeah. But it hasn't been snowing for a while now, so that kind yeah. of sucks. I'm not that um, motivated to go out there right now. Yeah, I want some fucking snow too. Yeah, well, yeah, it like got like hammered up there, and then what rained. And then it just kind of stopped. Mm, yeah. yeah. Not been sunny. Yeah. Same here. It's been like in the forties 
it's like freezes every night, but that's what like it freezes. So then it's super hard and icy in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then you just have to really pay attention to like what aspect you're going to ski and you can get some corn ski, corn snow. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I haven't been out there. I need to, but I still don't really understand this corn ski. (laughs) Corn snow. snow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And there's so many different terms of snow too that I feel like yeah, man, I've only been skiing nine times, and each time the snow has been different. Yeah, mashed potatoes. <laughs> Whoa, what? Yeah. Snow is cool. Yeah, it's a lingo. I mean, it's also like mountain biking. You're you have different kind of conditions, dirt and mud, and like mm-hmm. you know, it depends on the type of year. So, kind of think about it like the same as that. Yeah, I think that's why a ton of people. I feel like do both um, these days. I mean, I guess depending on a certain, like our age of folks, I think there's a lot of older folks who like skied and only did that. Um, And now it's just become a lot more popular. Mountain biking has lately that I think a lot of people who ski a lot, there's a lot of translation. I feel like I'm like, oh yeah. Oh my God. It's like exactly the same thing, but not at all. Yeah. 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 And it gives people like snow people something to do in the yeah. So you're not just like, like dreaming about snow. I'm the totally. opposite of that. I was like, I've wanted to ski forever and I never did because <clears throat> it was not cool. And everybody told me I should snowboard and I was <laughs> absolutely fucking not. That looks horrible. Oh snow. my God. So I never did it because I didn't want to snowboard. I wanted to ski, but I was like, lame yeah but I was like finally I was like the breaking point came when I was like this bike is so fucking muddy my shorts are muddy everything is muddy and luckily we now have like a hot water hose in the backyard for cleaning said muddy in the winter but I was so annoyed and I like literally was like on the verge of like crying because I was just so annoyed (laughs) with this fucking mud and I was like oh this process I hate it and then like literally went inside and bought an eye compass. That's <laughs> like, awesome. Oh my God. Okay. That's so and then funny. I texted my friend and was like, I'm a skier now. That's yeah. hilarious. So is that, mean, that's what, how you made the move was just like buying the pass. And then it's like, all right, I guess I'll get. Well, I mean, there was there. like other things leading up to that, but yeah. like pressure from like the last couple of years of like friends who I now mountain bike with that are skiers. And they're like, you would really like this. And I'm like, duh, I know, but it's really expensive. It's just hard mm-hmm. to get into. Yeah. And I already have one really expensive sport that I'm like mega obsessed and invested in. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Basically, my friend was like, you can have these beginner skis that I learned on and you can keep them indefinitely and learn how to do this. And then, yeah, I just needed to buy the pass because <clears throat> it costs way too much to buy a day pass. Yeah. yeah. And I don't oh, even understand. Crap. I'm like very new to this whole like scene. I'm part of probably the problem <clears throat> of why these cost so much, I guess. But like also <clears throat> skiing needs to be more accessible. That's a whole other topic. Yeah. Yeah. But my friends have made it accessible to me. I just yeah. needed to buy the fucking pass. So I bit the bullet when I like almost had a breakdown cleaning off muddy bike stuff. So and how's it been? Snow is clean. Yeah. Snow is clean. Yes. Yes, it is. Ah, it's so clean. Yeah, it totally is. And I was going to say, uh, like, so for me, because I started snowboarding, like before biking, there's times where I'm like, 
yeah, well, like I feel so much more comfortable on my snowboard because I've been doing it longer. So have more confidence, obviously. And also like snow doesn't hurt as bad, but that's only in like, you know, prime conditions. I'm like, wait, I've broken a helmet twice snowboarding. So like, yes, it it fucking hurts. Sometimes the snow can hurt. Um, But uh, how has it been for you, this experience of starting skiing now? awesome good that's <laughs> and awesome so like you're a fucking dork <laughs> because I don't know what I'm doing and I'm like a baby deer <laughs> this is funny I didn't tell you this yet yesterday we like finished going skiing and stuff and we're like going down the hill and we're like on Tinkerbell and out of nowhere I'm on the fucking ground because a baby deer came from behind oh. and that baby deer took me down and I was like the baby deer no like a fucking person that doesn't know how to ski (laughs) i'm the baby deer learning to ski because you're all weebly wobbly but then someone who is way more baby deer no not a real one (laughs) i thought it was a real one no that's what i call myself on skis because you don't know what you're doing and you're kind of like yeah 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 like i get it i got that part but then that that's why i thought like there was a real baby deer i mean it's crystal around I was like oh well, yeah no, lady, just someone who was yeah, more baby deer than me that, that like really so didn't know what they were doing <laughs> oh my god and I had no idea it was out of nowhere and then all of a sudden I fucking was on the ground I was like why am I on the ground and then I look back and there's this girl and her skis are like ejected oh my god like upside down and twisted and I was like are you okay and she's like I'm sorry and I was like, it's fine. I'm new here too. Oh my God. And yes. she was mortified. And I was like, you know, if you're going to run into anyone, I'm the person to do it. Cause <laughs> I am a baby fucking deer, but yeah. you're more baby deer. I've never crashed into somebody yet. Yeah. That- yeah. It, that's like the worst about going to a mountain when on like busy days and especially towards the end of the day or like a, uh, just a certain time, maybe like lunchtime or something, you know, everyone has to get down. Eventually yeah. you all funnel into <laughs> one yeah. area and there's just people everywhere. It's like mayhem. I feel like the progressive like auto insurance commercials, if you see <laughs> the, the mayhem guy, just like people everywhere. And I'm just like, I just want to straight line through these motherfuckers and get yeah. out of danger. Yeah. Like, this one guy, one time at Squaw uh, years ago, there was like this, so many points of um from the cat track and like people coming down other runs and we're cruising along and this skier comes bombing down this run like onto like there's signs everywhere slow down because you're like merging now onto this cat track and just nails hillary but somehow she did not fall he like skied across her board she stayed oh. up and like rides away and this guy's like a mess. but he i just can't believe he dodged anyone else like i was like you are gonna take a kid out and like yeah. destroy them yeah it's it's just terrifying that's where i'm more scared is like in yeah. groups of people on groomers yeah, no, I think that that's, a, that's a big element i think of it of being around a lot of people especially when you're first learning something new you're like unsure of yourself and then there's a fuck ton of people and then like you look around and you're also like we all are on this fucking green or blue and you're like 
none of us know what we're doing and we and like you have to watch out for each other too (laughs) and I'm like okay yeah we're here yeah but (laughs) I was the right person for her to run into versus somebody who's an asshole to be honest you know I was like nice and then I get to the bottom and my friend was like where are you okay? Where were you? And I was like, got taken down. And she's like, I kind of thought so. Oh my God. I kind of thought that might've been the case. Yeah. She's like, you were gone for a while. And I was like, I'm not that slow. Yeah. <laughs> got taken down. Yeah. I had to like help the girl like get yeah, up and like, she was like twisted like a pretzel and like her skis were like, I was like helping her and she didn't really want it, but I was like, you need my help. Yeah. Like, I've been in a position where like I had a yard sale and I was like, Ouch. Help me. Yeah. yeah. Like, Order all my things. Which way's up? Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing too with the snowboarding versus skiing is I'm like, well, at least if I fall, like, you know, I've my goggles, like lenses have popped out before, but I'm not like oh, yeah, that okay, I'm missing two skis and two poles. Oh, <laughs> and like, like a twist. Her helmet was not on tight enough. So it probably yeah. wasn't if she actually would have gone down, it like wouldn't have helped her, but it was like twisted. Her goggles were like hanging, <laughs> like everything. She looked like a cartoon. Oh <laughs> my gosh, that poor thing. I think she was okay though. Yeah. Like, how how old do you think that? she was? Everybody was okay. But also, I was like, "You're a beginner, and so am I." And it's like, it's okay. Yeah. That's that's the main thing. Is like, we're all you're learning, and yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And I was like trying to like reiterate to her, like, this is okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's what like we're you know kind of talking about is being at that point of knowing it's like okay to not be great at something um and or just keep that feeling even if you're like yeah I you'll get better at what said sport but you may not there's always gonna be something better so like what do you always have to play like the cool person card or like you know it's okay sometimes to still just do things it. fun it fucking hurts when you get knocked off the horse or yeah. have those humbling experiences where you like crash your bike really hard and like break something <clears throat> or you walk through a creek and <laughs> tear your meniscus or you you know what I mean like it's just always good to have these, those humbling moments because sometimes we go out into this world thinking we're in this like safe bubble. And it's like, every time you step out of your house, there's risk for something to happen. And especially when you do the sports that put you out in those scenarios. Definitely. You can get egotistical and just be like, I'm so good at this. And then you're like, um, no, I'm not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the, uh, uh, there's a term for this I forgot what it is but um it's talked about a lot in as specifically in like avalanche education courses because uh you when you start out going into the backcountry um you like you kind of have this ignorance is bliss feeling and you're like oh yeah this is awesome and great and whatever and then you do a course and you start to learn all of the things. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy crap. Like I had no idea. Like there was all this other stuff too. Um, so it's not like imposter syndrome, but it's something where you think you know it all. And then you're like slapped in the face of the book of like, you know, nothing. And like, yeah, when I started biking, like said, like being younger and having a shitty ass bike, I just didn't care. And then it's like, as you get a little bit better, 
you realize like, oh, wait, like, <laughs> I thought it was cool doing this, like, sweet yeah. trail or, or run or whatever uh, that I, like, couldn't do last year, or, like, someone else I know couldn't do it, and then you're, like, do it the next step harder, and you're, like, oh, my God, there's, like, so much more beyond the level that I am at or was at that I'm not at all what I thought that I was, but uh, it all just obviously depends what you're doing and who you hang out with, and, well, what you want to do but um how far do you want to go do you feel like nikki um biking first like helped you with skiing like do you think if you were to have started skiing like way back when before biking like would it have been any like easier or anything or do you, I mean, obviously it's hard to know. that like, it probably would translate. I think the main thing of like these two particular things relating with each other is that like, if you feel okay about speed and fling yourself off a fucking hill, <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, Definitely. I think that's a lot of it, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> that's a very good point. So yeah, like what if you would have started skiing first? And I, I guess like, been, like scared, but yeah, gotten over it and then better. And then maybe like mountain biking would have made more sense. My friend who's teaching me, she learned how to ski and then she learned how to mountain bike. Yeah. And I'm doing like the opposite. And so right. like learning from someone who understands it, basically when she's teaching me to do things on the ski, she's like, so pretend you're like on your bike, Yeah, but you're actually on your skis right now. And then she'll yeah. explain everything to me in about skiing in terms of like a mountain bike yeah it really is like she's like this is like this and I'm like okay and then I do it (laughs) that's awesome and I think that also like kind of sidebar of things um in a way that that's why like women are so much better at learning things from other women is like she put it instead of like and obviously whatever I'm sure there's fucking dudes that they're teach this way or whatever but I feel like commonly they if you went out with a guy friend who is a like skier and trying to teach you to ski and only talking like skiing not trying to relate it to anything else you do then you're like what the fuck like I no I just don't get it and there's some things like uh Andrew and I we went out snowmobiling I don't know if it was last week or something two weeks ago maybe now um and we were talking about doing something and I was just like, okay, well, like, I just don't know if I'm doing this technique exactly the way I'm like supposed to be doing it because of the way that the conditions are right now. I don't feel like I'm getting the full effect. So I don't think that it's going to click to me until I really like can feel what you're talking about. And I feel like it took a little while for him to like understand what I was saying. He's like, no, you just yeah. do this. I'm like, yeah, I get it. And I think uh, I'm just, like, there's nothing that. worse than a man saying, just do yeah. this. I'm like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> like, that's what I'm doing, but <laughs> I can't feel <laughs> it. Yeah. And it's like, but yeah, I'm like, I, I totally get what you're saying, but you're not getting what I'm saying that it's not clicking because I'm manipulating this machine to do it instead of letting the throttle do it because the conditions are not there for me to like get the full effect and and so like he was just like okay like yeah I guess I I like and I'm like yeah anyways thanks for explaining it to me I'll try it again when it actually snows but uh 
Plus and, learning from someone who is a yes. friend and not your partner changes yeah. everything. We go yeah, out with. The thing about me learning to ski is that Sean's not doing it. Yeah. Yet. And Sean knows how to snowboard, but he chose to just like not. He chose to sit out this season. Like he hasn't really done that since a while now. He's like, it's expensive and I just don't want to do it. But like maybe next year. And I'm just like, God help me. I try, try to get better at this. So that when you come and you decide I'm going to learn how to ski. Yeah. And then you do it like two times and you're like, ah, all yeah. that work I put in, you're already better than me. Cause yes. I know that's what's going to happen. I know it's so frustrating. And that's the same thing cool. with, yeah. Well, Andrew pretty much has done every sport that I have done or like would, would try, um, and has just a natural inclination to any like sport really. But I don't think there's anything in my anymore. I think we're just at the point that I'm like, there's nothing I'm going to do and think I'm going to like be better at you. I'm like surfing. I've done it. Not a whole lot. And he hasn't, but I just know that, yeah, one time out there, he'd get it. And then we trying to explain, not trying to, but I think he would be able to like explain it better than than I would be able to oh, but, man. yeah but just uh ride away. just ride the way yeah. it's the, the like having your friend especially somebody who does both the, like the same sports you do can really really and help you understand and I feel like that is honestly one of the things with any kind of guiding or like coaching I've done is that I try to do and why I think I'm a great one at it at any kind of coaching or anything is because I just try to like look at the person and learn any little thing about them to like change the language to something that they're going to understand. It's like, you have to say things like 500 different ways because for one person, it's going to be like, you know, just a a word, a one different word or something that makes things click or an example. Um, So it's super helpful to have some kind of thing that, that translates into another sport where you can kind of put it in your mind. Like, yeah, okay. All right. Like, it's not exactly the same, but I get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how with mountain biking and you starting, how did you get into that with Sean? Yeah, Sean, had, I mean, like I rode bikes and Sean rode bikes and then he decided he was going to learn how to mountain bike. And I was like, he was kind of doing it for a little bit. And then I was like, I want to try that. And then he took me, I borrowed someone's like, sick ass hardtail which was like actually sick yeah yeah. really good ones (laughs) it was like a really cool one and anyways I like went out and he took me and I was like this is terrifying and he was like we're on the gravel road going to the trail (laughs) (laughs) and I was like ah Um, I'll tell you what fire roads are not cool all the time yeah Yeah, I know I also really love gravel riding because it's just like you kind of don't know what to expect and that's what's fun about it that's so funny fat tires be yeah yeah fat tires and now I'm like skinnier tires on gravel is fun but that's I just didn't know how to manage that yeah Yeah. off-road tire like experience but did he was he the one that primarily like taught you um uh no because what was really actually what was really great about learning to mountain bike is he was really new at it too and uh so we kind of were like learning together and we both started out pretty I'd say timid Mm -hmm. reserved I guess um even even though and it's kind of hard to think about Sean being like that now because he like shreds the fuck out of it like yeah 
and I Both feel I mean like yeah I'm pretty <laughs> decent too but like Sean's really fucking good yeah and um yeah, but we are both kind of learning and just kind of figuring it out on our own. And so like, I was really lucky that my person and a couple of our other friends all kind of like just naturally progressed together. Yeah. And I feel bad for when new people come along and don't have that. And they're yeah. the person that's like left behind. And I try really hard to make space for someone so they don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for people when they're trying to like, try a new sport try a new sport and also just like keep up with the people that are doing it so that they can eventually do it with them on that level Mm -hmm. I think it's really really hard to get on that level if you you are not made space to learn and grow so yeah and that's a great point when they're new their first rides and like new bikes that's a really good point because um for me like when I started to snowboard and even up until probably more recent in my life, um, it was like, you just wanted to ride with better people because they make you better. And you're just like chasing them around and stuff. But then I got to the point of like, I was like, okay, well, I like going out with these people because I feel like it pushes me. But then to an extent, it doesn't because I'm not actually trying like other things I want to progress in because I'm too busy fucking chasing these other yeah, people. You're not developing your skills. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm just like it's a problem fast. And yeah. but I'm not like sending it off this or that or practicing any twisties and turns because I'm just trying to like bomb it down the hill. Yeah. You're just trying to keep up. You're trying yeah. to like keep your head above water. And so it's like you may stop and walk a feature that if you would have spent five minutes looking at or someone would have been like here, look at this line, maybe put your body positioning like this, look ahead. Uh, Anything is like this and, and approaching it. Yeah. So yeah. Following someone into it. Like, yeah. Like, Oh, everyone's like so far ahead that I didn't even see anyone do this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Following people's huge in like any sport. Um, so, uh, with mountain biking for me, I didn't have a lot of people like to go, out with um and I still don't really I mean I could find people there's tons of people and I'm in all these different groups around town and I like posted them and like always get a bunch of responses for people being like oh yeah let's go out but then I just don't like when I do have a free day whatever I'm like oh maybe I should like scroll through and, and give someone a call I'm like new people like, I don't know them. Like, what if they are like way better and like, don't want to do this or don't want to do that. Um, but then the, and then some of the people that I have gone out with, like, it's great company, but then like, we're not on the same wavelength of what we want to do downhill or something. Yeah. I'm like, I want to progress and do this and do that. And then I end up riding with a lot of people who like, don't want to try the same things that I want to try. Um, and they'll like go along for the ride, but you know, maybe they're not doing this or that, which so, but it's like, well, then you kind of lose your confidence or your desire to do it. Cause you're like, well, yeah, I'll just cruise with you instead of like, wreck myself on this feature that no one else wanted to try and I look like a big dumbass like because I should have just like not done it while you're cruising along like you know having this nice mellow day and I'm just like (sighs) (laughs) like it's been a mellow uphill yeah it's hard to find the right it's just right like with anything you have to find the right people yeah and it doesn't just happen like sometimes it's like the right mix and I don't know 
I think you should go on some dates with these people. I know. I need to, and so I actually need to do it with um, backcountry skiing and stuff because I, that's most recently I posted in this group to find some people because I wanted to just have more basically accountability to myself getting out. So I'm like, okay, I need to yeah. like put, it, put it out there. So I have more people to, to call instead of the excuses of like, Oh, here's my three people I want to go out with and they're busy. So I guess I'll just like not go out and just do nothing. Um, so I wanted to have a like bigger list of people I can call, but then I'm like, Oh, well now I have to go through and see if they're the ones who are going to like, be the ones yeah. I can go with like do we vibe well enough to like go you know like keep each other good company on the uphill and not be like in a you know be on the same page there and on the downhill because on the uphill I'm very like I mentioned I fucking hate uphills I just have never had <laughs> good like endurance or anything so I need people who are like really chill not in a hurry like and I can keep up with that way so that I have enough energy on the downhill, but on the downhill, it's like, let's party. So, (laughs) but uh, it's hard, it's hard to find those people. I I know a lot of people I ride bikes with and there's a select few of people are on the same level of up and down as I am. And that's fine. Just different different folks for different, uh, rides yeah. and conditions, yeah. and whatever totally. is what you're looking for, but yeah, it's not, and it's good. not easy. It's no. good to establish boundaries as far as like how far you want to go that day. What yeah. you're like, like what your past experiences have been, how gnar you want to go. Like, there's just like yeah. so many things to establish. Definitely. But then I also feel like whenever someone goes on a ride with me, they just have to know that I'm probably going to make you climb more than you want to. Yeah. But you're going to like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I really like, I'm sorry. Yeah. But <laughs> you're, you're going to hate it while it's happening. But if, when we get, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. yeah. I've been on many of those rides. With you. Worth <laughs> it. I feel like everybody knows the one they're like, I'm like, you want to go on a bike ride? It's going to be like this, but it might be like more. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm sick. Yeah. I'm not type like, two fun for sure. I'm definitely all about type two fun, especially on a bicicleta. Yeah. And yes. I think I want to be type two fun on skis. Yeah, but you probably I will be. Skills first yeah, because yeah, yeah. I like currently don't have the skills to be. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I'm all for it as long as I know. Like I, I had like, and like you said, Amber was like exactly knowing like what what you're in for for the day. Yeah. Because it's much easier for me to, and probably because I started tracking stuff like all the time um but because I need to know like so if it's like okay it's like I don't know a three mile skin it's like okay cool mind is right I know what to expect 1500 foot elevation gain whatever it may be like whether it's biking or skiing then I like know how I can kind of pace myself and like what I'm and also for. What snacks snacks yeah <laughs> like, and how in my mind I'm like exactly yeah. how many snacks do yeah. I need to yep. bring and then how much water like more than that yep yeah because and if at any point you're feeling shitty I'm just like snacks, snacks. <laughs> yeah and I'm so bad at it I'll I'll put some snacks I'll always pack some snacks but I never stop to eat them on the uphill because I'm like I just want to get this motherfucker done um and I'm so I'm bad at it and I need to like be better at it but yeah, I'm like, I, as long as I know like what we're doing and I can like get proper sleep the night before, if it's like a big, big day or like just be in the right like head space, because we talked about earlier, like 
blocking out the bad stuff. So I went on a tour a little, again, a couple of weeks ago, the snow was still like really good, but my genius self was like, I'm going to CrossFit first because I haven't been going, I need to go. And like, it's fine. People do that all the time, like (laughs) work out and then go tour or go on a bike ride. Like that's just, especially around here where I live, like in Tahoe, there's just, just people do gnarly things. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, okay, walk in and it's like front squats for the first part of the workout. And I was like, well, I'm just going to not squat heavy. I will not try to reach the like goal that is of the day. And I'll just go light. Cause you know, I don't want to like bust my legs open right now. It's six o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah. And then like, you know, I did a couple reps, whatever. And then I'm like, well, that felt pretty good. Like I'll add a little more weight. And I'm like, all right, well, that was good. And like, well, what's five reps going to hurt at this weight? You know, like, let's just try and get this like five rep PR and like did it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. All right. I can still move my legs. And the latter half of the workout was a bunch more legs. And, um, I was like, okay, well survived, whatever, went home, made a smoothie, met up with my friend. And because what, what I remembered from this tour was that it was pretty short and (laughs) not that steep. And like, in it relatively speaking, it's not like that long or steep, but I just completely hit a wall, like at the last portion of the, the climb where it was a steady uphill and like my legs just didn't want to move. My hips were super sore because it was also my first split of the whole season. So just that like gliding motion, yeah. my hips, like hip flexors were getting so tight and my body, everything just felt so fucking heavy. that <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And I don't think I did have snacks that day. Cause I was like hour and a half tops yeah. and like, There's we'll be fun. Things you always have to have snacks no always. matter what. Yeah. And I mean, just for pure safety of getting stuck out there and then like the ride down, I mean, I was just like, well, we thought about going a little bit further and we kind of went along this ridge for a little bit. And I was like, well, you know what? Like, I'd really like to save some energy to enjoy the downhill after I'm now in the mood that I fucking hate that I made any choice that I made today. <laughs> like this sucks. And the way out, like it was super good. And then like got into the trees and it was kind of crappy because it's, it still had been a while since it snowed. And so there's just like a bunch of drippings from the tree that are now trees that are now icy. So it was pretty like messy through the trees and whatnot. And then it's a, you hit the skin track again. And luckily we were low enough that we didn't have to like unstrap or anything. We just pulled our poles out of our backpacks and did a little bit of scooting down. But, uh, but yeah, I was just like, like, I was not prepared properly because I didn't like actually look at the hard facts of how you are and how like, and what the elevation was or anything. And then did that dumbass workout. (laughs) (laughs) I was sore. I was so, so like I came home, it was 1230 when I got home and I laid on the couch, like I put sweats on and I was done for the rest of the day. And I had to work by by 1230, you had done CrossFit and that, and we're on the couch. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. 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 That's a lot. That's a lot. And like, <laughs> a very short, we were like, yeah, 
yeah yeah it was done we were done before noon for sure um yeah we I mean it only took it was like two and a half hours or something maybe it felt a lot longer but yeah that's like a solid day my legs feel like they're gonna fall off because I had a dual sport weekend on Saturday I decided to go for a bike ride and I mean, it's not just me, it's the people I ride with. I didn't know how long we were going to go for. And then all of a sudden it was like, we just rode our bikes 20 miles and I haven't been on a mountain bike in a minute. And 20 miles is not no, a short yeah, ride. No, it is not. <laughs> on a mountain bike. Yeah. See, we and then yesterday I went decisions. skiing and I was like, <laughs> okay, let's go skiing. And then my friend Danny was like, I'm going to have you do your first hike. And you are going to hike up that while you carry your skis. Oh and my I gosh. was like, my legs are so sore. And she's like, I did CrossFit yesterday. So it's kind of the same thing. We're yeah. on the same page. And she's like, we're just going to take it slow. And you're going to walk up that hill. Mm-hmm. And then I walked up that hill. Yeah. And, and that's how, like with my friend who I went with, I was just like, when we got done, I was like, I am so glad it was you that I was with because I completely overestimated like the ability of my body to just do this when I, yeah, yeah, like like your first mountain bike in a a long time on Saturday. It was like my first split board of the year, like being on my snowboard at all, doing anything in the snow and thought I could like do this like massive workout beforehand um, and be (laughs) okay. And yeah. And like, luckily too, it's like, I made that choice because I knew the area that we were in and that like in regards to where we were, it was not that far off the beaten path. So, you know, it's like, if anything were to have happened, I uh, was easily like, just found her again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was like, okay. And uh, I started seriously thinking at the top of like, if I pass out right now, I think <laughs> Liz would be able to get a hold of Andrew pretty quickly. And he'd probably be here before anyone else. Cause he'd just have the sleds on the truck. He, all he has to do is like <laughs> drive down here. It's like 10 minutes from the house, hop on the sled. And he'd be like right here in no time. He knows this area. So like we'll survive. <laughs> like, yeah. I have backup plans for that. I just didn't bring yeah. a fucking snack. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story is always bring snacks. Yeah, totally. <laughs> More snacks than you need. Yeah. Definitely. Than you think you need. I really got to get better. Like I said, for me too, it's like, I've always had a harder time like digesting. I feel like it takes forever for me to digest and like I cannot work, eat before a workout. But I think now after some research I've done with my body that I actually need to <laughs> oh, I before I work out, like I do I- not. But I, I do it first thing in the morning. So like my stomach's not ready to eat. So I'm like, I really got to figure out a life that's better for me to like not work out in the morning or get some kind of fuel in my body first. And that would probably help my overall recovery processes and all that. But um, I totally forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> oh yeah. So eating on the way up. Like, I'm always worried. I think that it's going to make me feel really bad. Like, I might, you know, it, it'll be good in the moment, but then I'm so worried that as soon as I start getting going again, like, my stomach's not going to be happy. So I always wait till, like, a long break, um, which is usually just at the top <laughs> wherever you're, like, getting ready to go down. Like, okay, now I'll have a snack because I don't want to vomit on the halfway up because I had a fucking snack. So. <laughs> But well, I'll figure something out eventually. 
Yeah. Hopefully. It's on hand at all times. Yes. I've never dealt with the stomach ache things typically. Mm-hmm. My body always wants to eat. Yeah. <laughs> like always. My my mind always wants to, for sure. My mind, my body, and my soul. Yeah. Yes. I always want to eat. And then my stomach's like, yeah, you pre- maybe you shouldn't. Um, like today I had a whole like French press, almost a whole French press of coffee, like just myself. Cause I just kept drinking it all day. But, um, but, awesome. but my stomach kept like, not like I woke up with it, not feeling that good. I'm like, Ooh, coffee. And then just kept yeah. drinking it all day long. And my, Had you my eaten gut- anything? I did. I had some toast because my stomach wasn't feeling that good. So I'm like, I'm going to have some toast before this coffee. Um, I had two pieces of said toast and, (laughs) and some water, but like, yeah, just all day long. My gut's like, can you stop like putting things in here? I'm like, no way. (laughs) Fill that cup up. Um, but I also just have been eating kind of crappy. I feel like for a while and not working out as much as my body likes to because I did a, another workout on Tuesday that I was incredibly sore from until like Saturday. So I was like, it was abs. Cause we did these sit-ups. Um, and my abs have never been more sore in my life. It was Thursday <laughs> that it really hit me. Like my sternum what hurt. Kind of, what kind of sit-ups? What kind of sit-ups are we talking about? They're called GHD sit-ups. So there's this, um, there is a a machine called a glute ham developer and it is it's not really like a a machine because it doesn't like move or anything but uh has these pads on it and so you put your feet in it and then you lay back so it's raised up off the ground so it'd be like if you're laying on your bed and do a sit up over the side of the bed yes and come back up so something's holding your feet so you're you're um like completely extending your spine instead of just like a sit up on the ground yes Yes, I think that's what I think it is when we were going to the gym together Uh uh would use this machine that I think Uh you're talking about and we would call it the acid reflex (laughs) machine that's (laughs) hilarious feel like when you go over like that it's like oh upside down so that's exactly what she's talking about it's let's give her oh yeah 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 wait show me that because I think that is the one I mean, that like, I don't know if you can see anything. Oh yeah. That. Okay. So the one on the left. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, cause you can do it either way. So you can put it like your feet in it so that your thighs are on that pad and you are prone, yeah. like stomach face in the ground and yeah. come up um, and get more of like your, your posterior chain and whatnot. I want one of those at home. Yeah. Or you turn around, just have Sean hold your legs and go over the bed. And you can make yeah. another fun game out of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just, like, spank my butt and we would get nowhere with abs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why you do it the other way. We were facing up. So, yeah, when you're facing, like, your, uh, like, face towards the ceiling. Yeah. And you go yeah. backwards, like, hands touch the floor and then come all the way up and touch your toes. Yeah. So you're pretty much doing, like, a fucking half circle. Um, yeah, it's, like, it's working out, like, you're very, very, like, all of your abs, not like everything. your central yep. abs, but like your lower, lower, like you did everything, that. like cooter abs. Did you have weights in your hand when you were doing it? No, um, we were do we did a because this workout was like those, 
progressively doing more of those sit-ups and then then burpee so you would alternate between yeah. a burpee to a pull-up and then those so you did like we did like 10 and then 20 and then 30 Ooh. um and yeah I've done them but I usually I've done them like halfway where you stop your body parallel and this time I was I I mixed it up <laughs> um so I did the 20 the, the set of 20 like all the way to the touching the floor and back up and uh like I felt good and fine and not fine I mean it was hard like I had to take some breaks but like I wasn't sore the day of and then like the next day I got pretty sore and then Thursday it was like I like it hurts to breathe like my, my, ribs, <laughs> my ribs can't expand and then it's always the second day yeah I like thought I was gonna be after and then so Thursday night was when I went Nordic skiing and I was like I swear like this is making it a hundred times harder is that I am so fucking sore that yeah, everything hurts so bad um it like I hurt it hurt to get up like my yeah. just moving my abs at all hurt and then I thought I was gonna go to the workout on Friday I was like oh I can do that like deadlifts this that the other like that's fine and then I was like no I, I don't think I can do that because if I tried to lift a heavy weight like my abs are still so sore I can't like contract them like I'll yeah. fucking blow my back out yeah um, so and then today I just didn't go because we woke up late and I pelotoned and MLK I day life. man yeah. And new puppy. So yeah, you know, whatever, <laughs> which yeah, he's I hope, hopefully Andrew's up and awake. Um, Amber with you and mountain biking. So when did you start a couple, like, again, time defies me. So like three years ago, four years ago, I, you probably, you were probably doing for like three or four years before. Yeah. Probably, you've probably been doing it for three or four years I'd say yeah maybe 2017 Quincy was alive <laughs> <laughs> that's a start <laughs> like one or two. I think I basically was like you're gonna do this yeah that's how I got it and she was like, yeah. bike. here take this bike here we're going yeah, here, yeah. yeah. like and I think that since we you and I Nikki we had like an extensive cycling history yeah that you knew that we had a very similar riding style which it just came like the way we like to ride just came very naturally to us which was nice yeah it's it's nice to just like have that with someone and then to be able to have you and the stuff and the things to mountain bike just like you with your skis, like somebody, your friend, yeah. like giving you the skis. Yeah. Well, yeah. both of those sports are so hard to get into really, which really is hard. again, it's like a whole other topic for sure of like accessibility. Like from, in my mind, I was thinking like getting into mountain biking, you know, is not so bad if you just have a cheap bike and hit some random trails behind the house and whatnot but then learning about like how much the sport has progressed and like the things that people like how expensive like a good bike is and how much of a difference a good bike can be um it was like holy crap and then you know thinking more about skiing because I had always just like I worked at some resorts to get a pass and you know was able to buy a snowboard and the things but it was it's still not even as like as snowboarding itself is not as expensive as skiing like boots ski boots are really expensive yep. that's the one thing I did buy because I was like you need to I was like okay 
the boots really need to fit right. Exactly. And then I need to buy boots that I'm not going to just buy the cheapest ones and then get progress. I, I know I want to get better at this. I know yeah. I'm going to get better at this. So I need to buy boots that are not beginner. I bought yeah. boots. I bought boots that I know that have, you know, the walk mode. So I can eventually go uphill because that's what I want to do. Oh so yeah. Perfect. I spent money on the boots and I spent money on the pass and then I borrowed the skis and then I've already basically, uh, surpassed the beginner skis and I think I need to buy new skis. That's awesome. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's hard. Like passes. Well, to think about it's like, I always either worked or bought a four pass or bought a pass because I mean, it just made sense. You're like, you have to, if you're going to go more than yeah, three or four times, the pass has like paid for itself. Yeah. And so, but I didn't think about how much a pass was. I mean, I think when I first started going a pass was like three or $400 and now it's like $800 or $900. And it's, here I don't know I, I'm curious how much it is at Crystal I've been meaning to look it up because it is $260 for a day pass shut the fuck up yeah at I was like what? my rent at one point like I paid like $300 to a month yeah, to live hey, in a room hey, Crystal's 180 hey. and I'm like $180 is absurd and yeah it's oh what yeah and so that's okay so I thought crystal was bad no so their holiday and this was like holiday rates which they do go up but I think it definitely sits well into the to me well into the 200s it was like 209 I think last year I mean Vail any like Vail resort is super insane and then um but yeah so like all the resort like North Star here is Vail and then um Alpine and Squaw now called Palisades is um n- not Vale. They're their own, not their own, but yeah. they're with what Altera or whatever now. But they're still in the 200 range. And I mean, I think when I moved here, it was like 150 and Crystal was still sitting tight at like 90 bucks because but the that's gondola that's was still before like, Altera yeah. bought Crystal, right? Yeah, yeah. So. And then, then yeah. go to Mount Baker and hopefully there's still like 60 bucks for, I don't know, they're somewhere in there under a yeah. hundred, I think, um, because Mount Baker is like, no way are we selling out, but yeah. yeah so it's like Im- impossible. I mean, to go and we don't have passes this year, okay, actually. So, like, so if you want to do this as a beginner, it's like, okay, so maybe you can rent some like skis or whatever. That's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So getting up just renting the skis and doing the thing you spent so much money and you may not even like it yeah and in order to get better at it to actually fucking like it you need to go more than like two times Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you basically like have to commit to buying things borrowing the things and buying a season pass in in order to like actually get anywhere yeah totally I went with a friend the other day and she's been I've been a total of nine times ever and she's been more times ever, but over the last several years Mm -hmm. and her progression versus my progression in the last few weeks are not even on like a scale that are even remotely near each other because I've just been consistent. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. If you want to get good at anything, you have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. You have to accept that you're like, gonna suck at this even if you're good at something else yeah and just fucking push through and just yeah. laugh at yourself yeah yeah, yeah. and totally. uh, yeah 
Like, but the consistency and the commitment. Yeah. Is the biggest of the bigs. Consistency is key for sure. And I lack that in my older life um, for sure. But luckily, at least with <laughs> snowboarding, I had had yeah. that for many years um, at a point. And now I just don't as much. But um, but I'm not like at the point of trying to progress really with snowboarding. But with biking, that's just always been every year. I want to do more and get better. And I haven't been because my consistency has been very low for multiple reasons, whether it's mostly like schedule and then weather because all of August we're like fucking smoked out. So like, I don't want to be outside, but then we have the fall and the spring. And even right now, I mean, it's not snowing here. It's like, I have easy access to, it's like a you know, I could go down to Reno and there's plenty of biking around there, like Nevada city and other areas, lower elevation that have biking year round that I could easily get to. But once I go to winter, I'm like, no, like I want snow only. Like I want to intertwine them more and, and bike more throughout the year. But now the bike's like put away behind other things and snowmobiles too. And all the things that I'm like, uh, no. And then that, now that takes precedence. So that's, I guess I started out talking about like Nordic skiing, not even thinking about snowmobiling. (laughs) Like that is, yeah, definitely a new sport. And I don't know if I feel like because I'm older that it feels any different Cause to me, why it feels different than anything else is because it's a giant machine. Yeah. That's the more like frightening thing is like, okay. You think, but then again, there's some fucking mountain bikes that are the cost of a snowmobile. So if you're thinking about like, Oh, I don't want to crash this bike. That's $8,000 or more than that at the high, high, high end. Um, you know, snowmobile, same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 plus thousand dollar machine. Um, but yeah, if you crash that thing like hard enough, like some that just it can crush you going fast. <laughs> yeah, it can run you yeah. over. Our, Andrew and his friend went out the other day, and um they actually went out like the day after him and I went out where conditions weren't great, but um they hit a patch of ice, and so like the track, you know, couldn't get any any traction just slid on the ice and so he tries to do this move didn't work sled and him go sliding down the hill but he hits a tree and then the sled hits him so he's like between the sled and the tree and like like not like I mean it could have been way way worse but like those things can happen so all all different things so more so for me is just like the the fear of like fucking up this machine and like hitting something hard or getting stuck like getting this giant 500 fucking pound machine stuck and like that takes a lot of work to get get them free (laughs) and move it around rather than like just uh getting getting a little stuck or losing your skis or poles or something but uh yeah it's I've been trying to be more patient to my learning and Andrew's actually really good about that one. I'm just like, I just like want to be able to do this. And he's like, it just takes time. Like yeah. your consistency. Fa- yeah. And that, that just gets hard when you wait on weather too, for things like biking's like, again, you know, you can do things, but like when you have to wait for the fucking snow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, come on. Um, and then when it comes, you like have to like 
take advantage and like yeah get your pow days and it's just such a like finite resource I guess kind of now right now it seems like it for sure (laughs) right hopefully it snows the 10-day forecast isn't looking that good here but um I've just been trying not to look at it and I'm like whatever it will happen it will happen it's only January learning is I'm just like well there's snow there and like it may not be like the best snow or whatever but like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing so I'm just gonna go anyways yeah practice the things yeah absolutely and like that's again where my attitude just needs to change with things of like well, it may not be that I'm trying to progress in like this or that, but I can still get way better, like at the uphill. <laughs> so yeah. I still should just go, but I'm just a spoiled little brat. And I'm like, uh, there's no, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. Well, nearing an end here. Yeah. We have yeah. a troll in the room. Oh no. Is he a little curly cued? Yes. <laughs> yep. oh, I gotta check on the puppy and Andrew anyway too and yes. try and get everyone wound. I don't know if I'm gonna sleep now that I've had a you know full pot of coffee today. Yeah, dang girl. <laughs> also it's hard to sleep when you have a new puppy. Um, I know. He slept pretty good last night, um, surprisingly. And then Piglet woke up like making this crazy noise that I thought he was choking, but uh <laughs> <laughs> Hey Quincy. <laughs> but the puppy was still sleeping so I was shocked so hopefully he sleeps good tonight too we kept him out in the snow a lot today so he should be tired oh yes oh, puppy yes. well I'm super glad I got to talk to to both of you and hopefully Yay. likewise Taryn someone wants to start something new or just know that they either need to keep it consistent or um just find the friends to do things with instead of not like me just have to reach out to people and meet new people I'm so old I'm like I don't want to meet any new friends you got to commit to the time and you got to commit to the suck yeah I think those are the two main things totally and then you have to laugh at yourself yep and then do it again yeah I mean, I actually kind of feel the same way, even with CrossFit. It's like, I didn't start that till my thirties and yeah, I've worked out and played sports, but like, it's still a different, different kind of beast. And there's a bunch of things that we do in that, that I have not done before. And I just have a big ego problem. Really, really intimidating thing that I've always been curious about, but I've like never done because I'm just like, this is overwhelming. You should do it. Cause (laughs) Because it, for it's my own ego and competition like that I do with myself and not necessarily others. But, you know, I just get so frustrated of like, oh, I should have done this earlier because it would have been so much easier. Now I just feel like an old, like washed up fucking hag and I can't do anything. <laughs> and I'm so weak. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And it's not always a competition. And I make it a competition just with myself. But um, I and also, as I've learned over the last few years is like from the, I did do cross it for a month, a few years ago, but I just never kept up to it. So I didn't do a lot of the crazy things, but, um, like it's not as bad as I feel like the stereotype of, of the gyms are themselves and the people there, like everyone's super supportive. And as long as you find the right one. And I think, I think you will find that easily of like, okay, yeah, I can try this. And it doesn't have to be a crazy amount of weight that I'm trying to fling around, but like, it's hard for me. And it's something that I've never done. So I feel accomplished. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, look at all of us just doing the new things in our thirties. Just do the things. Yes. What are you gonna do, Quincy? <laughs> oh, he's winning at the silent game again, huh? Yes, he's oh, winning at that's the great. <laughs> he wins at that game every time. Awesome. All right, ladies. Well, I'll let you guys go and I'll talk oh, to you very soon. Perfect. Squeeze that puppy for me. Oh, I will. I will definitely. He says hello, goodbye, and all the things. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Peace bye. out. Bye.